hello, hello, all of the Aloha and Next Level Happy Vibes. You guys, I am back and let's just jump right in. Let's do a quick little meditation just to set the mood, set the happy mood. Take a beautiful deep inhale through our nose, filling our lungs with that beautiful, fresh prana life force energy, exhaling with a sigh. Ah, letting go of the day and just giving yourself the time right now that you need in case you don't have another opportunity or we don't make one. Let's just take another beautiful deep inhale through our nose. If you're driving, keep your eyes open, but you can take that beautiful inhale inside out, ha, letting it all go, letting go of what is no longer serving us and breathing in love and joy and gratitude and all of the highest vibrations of love and light and the beautiful, pure potential energy that we are, that is within each of us. And just tapping in to that beautiful, pure potential energy right now with another beautiful deep breath. Remembering we're one with nature, exhaling out, all that's no longer serving us, all of that stress from nature and the universe to transmute back to the highest vibrations of love and light. And in case you don't know and nobody has told you yet, I am Victoria. I'm a manifesting medium. And my purpose is to remind you that miracles are your birthright. You are here on purpose. You have a divine life purpose and miracles are your birthright. Okay, so hopefully everyone is feeling so good, a little bit more, right, tuned in to that pure potential energy, right, that universe, right, the quantum field, all of the infinite possibilities, right, it's so important to get excited about those, we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, I'm hoping you can hear some of the beautiful rain, the rain that's happening outside because rain is cleansing, it is healing, right? And it also is a primordial sound. So I want to talk to you a little bit, right, about not being roadblocked, right? The last podcast I did was in surrender. And at the end of it, even, um, you know, part of something didn't go the way I wanted right before I published it. And I just completely surrendered the whole thing, right? And um, I surrendered so much to the point that I miss my podcast and I miss you guys. And I'm so excited that I have more space now, right, to get back to my normal routine, right? And I would love to get podcasts even out to you guys more regularly, right? Just for a little instant boost of happiness, right? Little happy shifters when you need, little manifesting tips, right? Because that's what I'm here is to help you know that you are worthy of living your best life path, right? And so Ayurveda, just to remind you guys, right? Ayurveda is the science of life. It is a consciousness-based system of healing, okay? And it teaches us that we are made of the same elements as nature. So if you're not sure how you feel about, right, the idea of a higher power, 
maybe you could get behind the idea of Ayurveda. It's the OG of everything. Chinese medicine is even derived from Ayurveda, right? Um, But it's so important. And why I love an Ayurvedic lifestyle is because it gives us all of these different ways, right? To increase our vibration. So we stay flowing with the path of least resistance. So we stay flowing with that ever flowing stream of love and abundance that is always available to us, right? Our best life path. And it is free will choices, right? And all of the beautiful freedom that we have, right? Here on beautiful earth, right? With beautiful mother nature to really make the most of life while we're here because life is meant to be lived. And one of the biggest messages and the greatest things I've learned since delivering messages as a medium to um, to people through one-on-one sessions is that we don't ever really truly die, right? And that is why I love Ayurveda. It teaches us there's one source, right, of energy that everything comes from and goes back to. And I always say, if something doesn't feel good for you, that's not your truth, right? Um, But it's whatever we believe, right? I, I think it's so important to have a strong constitution of truth, right? Your own faith statement, a higher power statement, right? That you can always go back to, to know the universe has your back. Because the minute you know and you remember the universe has your back and that the universe is proven to be in perfect order, right? That it's scientifically proven to be in perfect order. And you start projecting that energy, right? You start to raise your vibe. You start to shift your happy. You start to project out, right? Through the excitement of the infinite possibilities, all of the best case, right? Scenarios that you do want to happen. And when you lean more into faith and you lean more into the vibe vibration of love, right? You align with more of those experiences that we want to have. And it's so important, right? Not to get roadblocked, right? And roadblocks can be sneaky. So I wasn't going to just continue to do this podcast because, you know, things can pop up and I'm like, oh, you know, this sounds not right or this and that. And really, those are all just, you know, little excuses, right? Those are all just little fear things because it's a little next level. I haven't done a podcast in a while. So by me deciding to do that, right, that I want to, you know, I want, I will, I want my voice to be heard more by even more people. I'm ready to go bigger. I, I'm ready for even more expansion, right? When I take a client through that and I myself go through that, right, the universe starts to respond. But fear and ego can be a little sneaky, sneaky, right? And Fear and ego, how it shows up is that resistance, right? And it just showed up for me of saying, well, maybe I won't, right, do that right now, right? And all these little things that can stop you, right, from being your best self. And when we learn how to tune into ourselves, right, and we learn to tap into that pure potential energy, right, and we remember that we are that pure potential energy and that miracles are your birthright. You're entitled to happiness, right? You're entitled. Life is supposed to feel good. And when you remember that and you remember that you can simply shift your thoughts and call in a miracle, right? 
through that shift in your mindset, you allow in the miracle. And this is how we experience miracles daily, you guys, okay? The miracle is the shift in mindset. The miracle is that feeling of relief when your emotions shift. And this is why I love Abraham Hicks, the emotional vibrational scale, right? I have that on nextlevelhappy.com. You can go and check it out. All of the different emotions, right? I used to spend so much of my time when I was next level happy on the lower end of that scale, right? In it, right? Shame is down there, right? And and grief and sadness, right? And if you only stay in, in those emotions, right? That can be a little heavy, right? And Ayurveda teaches us that when we feel that heavy, we can balance that in different ways. We can balance our mind, body, right? Um, balance through incorporating different Ayurvedic techniques, right? What I have found is the best method to do this is by learning how to listen to yourself, right? Through meditation, Ayurveda teaches us a little meditation, little Ayurvedic stretches, right? To move that energy. We want to shift those low vibrations. When we let go of the low vibrations, those emotions, right? The issues in our tissues, they get stored in ourselves. When we're able to tap in and identify those and feel those, right? Right? We release them. And when we release them, we create a beautiful space. Our vibration lifts, right? And we are able to lock back into our truth, right? Which is that only love is real, that life is meant to feel good, that there is a higher power on your side, that the universe is proven to be in perfect order, and that the second you remember life is rigged in your favor and everything is working out for you, you start to project that energy and receive those same experiences back because it is clockwork. It is clockwork. And that is how cool the universe is. That whatever you project out, the universe has to send back to you. It is science. It is proven. It has to be so. So if you want to live your best life path, right, and you want to receive the best experiences, you project that out. And that's what happens. It is science. It is proven, you guys. How cool is that? That you can live a life beyond your wildest dreams. And then, right? You may have a question that somebody had for me yesterday, the same exact question that I had, right? Before I received the downloads of making my soul plan and choosing to reincarnate and come here. And that question is, well, if life's supposed to feel good, if life is supposed to be so great, if I really can have and do and be whatever I want to do and be, then why do the bad things happen? Why do the bad things happen? <sighs> Why do the bad things happen? Okay, so there are obviously many, many theories on this, but from the beginning of my spiritual journey and my first spiritual awakening, right, and receiving the downloads of making the soul plan and all of the things, right? I'm going to share with you what I have found to believe, right, from communicating um, with people who have crossed over, right, and studying metaphysics professionally for the past five years of my life, going to psychic since I was 15 years old, wanting to know, right, why my, why God, if there was a God, right, took my dad and my grandpa, right, why these bad things seem to happen, right, why I have these feelings of wanting to die, right? I, I always sought these answers. I always wanted to be happy, okay? I just wanted to be 
happy. Um, and I didn't want the bad things to happen anymore. And so I myself had to release some emotions of realizing, right, that we don't have control. <laughs> we don't have control over that and releasing anger of my actual soul plan. So now, whew, that felt good. See, releasing emotions, you guys. <laughs> now, some of my, even my very close spirit junkie friends and soul sisters, a lot of people who are manifestors, right, super attractors, um, and understand manifesting, right, light workers. some people believe that we manifest the bad things. I do not believe this, and I'm going to say that one more time. I do not believe that we manifest the bad things. Now, let me explain. Now, the law of attraction is very real. The law of the universe is very real. So here's what I mean by this. Now, if you are constantly, because this was me, I was playing this old story, right, for most of my life. Woe is me, right? Why do these bad things happen? God doesn't love me. What if God forgot about me, right? This old sad story on repeat. And if you're only projecting this sad old broken record, and if you're only focused on bad stuff or doing bad to other people or whatever it is, and you're only focused on on the negative, right? And and that like, yeah, then like there's the negative karma stuff or, you know, the, the you know, you're going to attract in some negative experiences if you're constantly only worried about that because then that's all you're projecting. And if you're projecting a ground, you know, a core belief that you don't think the universe has your back and you think it's all bullshit and of course that always happens to you and it's never going to get any better and all this manifesting stuff is bullshit and blah, blah, blah blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually that broken record is going to keep attracting you and all bad experiences. I'm not going to lie to you. Cut the shit. Start writing a new story right now. Congratulations. The universe led you to this podcast for a reason. Take a deep inhale and sigh it out. Let your old limiting beliefs go. Congratulations. You know a new way. You get to decide your belief system. Einstein said it. The most important decision we will ever make in life is deciding if the universe is a friendly universe or not. I did a blog on this last month. Go read it. It's very powerful. Maybe if we have time at the end of this, I'll give you the steps I gave. <laughs> um, but go read it. It's really good, really. All right, so I don't believe we manifest the super bad stuff. If you're only focused on the negative, are you going to you know, align with some not so good experiences because that's all you're projecting? Yeah. And that's why I'm here to help all of you guys, because I want you to shift your vibe, shift your thoughts, right? Wayne Dyer said it, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Okay. It is true. And I just want to remind you, I thought all of this was bullshit because I didn't understand why my soul plan, right, was seems so much more strenuous from other people. And so what I believe and what I have come to to find true, right, is that we choose the main things, right? The hardcore things, right? Those really intense life experiences that some of us go through. And if you're not in your head and you know what I'm talking about, chances are you signed up for a more challenging soul path. And most light workers did, right? If you're on like that purpose train and you even know what a purpose is and you're like, yeah, I want more. Who am I? What do I want? You're already elevated. You're already higher in consciousness. Keep doing your thing, boo. <laughs> rise, rise, rise. Um, but 
some people don't even know, right, that there's that there's more. But the second you shift your thoughts and you start telling a new story and you start getting behind the idea that the universe is in your back, you will start attracting in more life experiences. I was always so curious, right, about the people who didn't seem to have as many hard life experiences as me. And this is what we don't want to do. We don't ever want to compare ourselves, right, to other people. For the beginning of my life, I spent a lot of time comparing. I didn't know I was doing this, but I was comparing, right, in school growing up, my life to other people's, right? Well, why does things seem so much easier for X, Y, Z? And again, this was my perception, right? It doesn't mean that it was actual truth. This is we, um, our thoughts are created from our sensory experiences in life, right? The tangible things, the physical things, what we see to be real, right? See, feel, taste, smell, touch, all of the senses, Um, so if you, right, so the person who asked me yesterday, why do the bad things happen, right? Her specific question was, why do people get raped then? Rape is one of those hardcore life things. I do not believe, and again, some people disagree and they believe that people manifest this. I do not believe people manifest situations like this. I don't, I I don't believe that any trauma situations that people go through, I do not believe are manifested. I don't. And you can agree to disagree with me. And I just want to remind you that our belief system creates our reality. And the hardcore experiences that we chose as souls to grow from, because I believe the bad things happen because we choose as souls to come and experience the full range of emotion. That we come here as souls to earth to experience the full range of emotion. And sometimes we forget the most important part of experiencing that full range of emotion, which is that the only thing that is real is love and that life is really meant to feel good, right? And when we open up to forgiveness and we remember that miracles are our birthright and we open up to the idea, right, that maybe the universe really is on our side, we start to align back with that ever-flowing stream of love and abundance that is always available to us. So, for example, when I remember as a soul, right, choosing to come here, I was actually shown, right, my soul cluster, right, my soul family, right, and how we chose to learn certain things in this lifetime, right, to grow, have certain life experiences, right? Some people choose soul plans, right, to literally just have fun and just grow a little bit, right? I had to get over my resentments that I didn't choose a, you know, a a number three numerology life plan. Um, You know, unclear why I had to go for you know, for the master number one, but Hey, that's my, my, my purpose in, in this lifetime. And I'm so grateful, right. To bring the peace. And, um, so for example, if, if you at one point, you know, had a a bad experience, I believe everything is so pre-calculated before we come here. Whereas, um, certain experiences will manifest in different ways. Those are up to free will. Free will is very real. Okay. Your free will choices are all what does determine how these things do manifest. But there are certain things that if it's contracted, right, no matter what your free will choice kind of is, it has to happen. Meaning here's an example. If I was supposed to have different soul experiences at the college, I chose to go to at Long Island, right? 
with, with certain people and different experiences. But if my free will choice had wanted me to go away to school, right, or go to a different location, no matter what, through maybe a hurricane, you know, Sandy or different storms, I would have been rerouted to a different location. And that wasn't the storm at the time, but that, uh, I think it was Katrina. Yeah, it was Katrina. Well, like these are actually real like life examples. So the universe, right, is, is, the bigger plan is much, much bigger than us and our free will at the same time, if that makes sense. And there's a book that explains this much better than I can on this um, on this one podcast, but it's called Your Soul's Plan, Discovering the Real Meaning of the Life You Planned Before You Were Born by Robert Schwartz. Robert Schwartz, okay? Uh, we pick our parents. I remember, um, you know, just choosing the main, the main things, right, that my soul wanted to um, you know, tran- transcend and remember what love feels like, right? So at the end of the day, life is meant to be lived. Life is meant to feel good, but because of maybe some things we chose in our soul plan and the way they manifested in this lifetime, they may have created, right, either post-traumatic stress experiences or these old stories that stay on repeat, right? If you don't look at the assignment to see what it was supposed to teach you and then to learn and grow from that experience. And so I want to make sure that nobody stays stuck in that place like I did for too long, right? And you know that life is meant to be lived, that you can simply change your your thoughts, start telling a new story, start holding and feeling the vibration and embodying, right? What you know you are, right? Which is infinite potential, limitless potential. And if you don't know that yet, I'm here to tell you that you are the energy of love, right? That you are infinite. And that might seem, you know, really out there, but I hope it gives whoever it needs what it gave me. And it gave me relief. It gave me great relief knowing there was a solution, right? Knowing that life was meant to feel good, that that I, it's my birthright to be happy because for most of my life, I did not feel that way. Again, I was stuck on the, that lower, that lower vibration, right. Of that emotional freedom scale stuck in that shame, right. Staying in that, that shame, right. That of the soul experience that I chose of, um, learning forgiveness, right. But then maybe if it manifested as an abusive relationship or, or something, right. Staying stuck in that story, and I had to learn my worth. So sometimes, right, I shared on Instagram from A Course in Miracles a super powerful quote No one is sent by accident to anyone. No one is sent by accident to anybody. This is the greatest thing I will ever tell you. Um, And I'm going to read you a little passage from The Little Soul and the Sun to just explain this to you. Um, I was able, when you're able to forgive, right? When I was able to forgive people, I never thought I would be able to. That's how I knew that miracles were real. Okay. And forgiveness is the real miracle. Of course, in miracles talks about, you know, forgiveness as the atonement. It's really our only, our only purpose. And everybody, (laughs) I'm I'm getting right now intuitively Ariana Grande's song, Thank You, Next, right? Somebody I think commented on my post, this isn't true, right? Meaning, why did this person, why would this person be sent to me if, you know, they put me through hell or X, Y, Z, but really they were your greatest angel. They were your greatest gift because they helped you grow the most, right? Whoever 
made you claim your power back, right? And remember who you are and how worthy you are and how awesome you are, right? Those people we have to have the most gratitude for because they are our greatest teachers, but they can be disguised as the enemy sometimes. And when we're able to see that through the eyes of love, this is when we allow in the miracle. Okay, so The Little Soul and the Sun, it's a children's parable adapted from Conversations with God, which is an amazing, amazing book by Neil Donald Walsh. Okay, so Neil Donald Walsh, again, this is The Little Soul and the Sun. It's a children's book, and I'm just going to read you a little excerpt from here um, because it really explains the visions I received making my soul plan more well than I can verbalize them right now. (laughs) Okay. But soon, knowing who it was was not enough. The little soul felt stirrings inside and now wanted to be who it was. And so the little soul went back to God, which is not a bad idea for all souls who want to be who they really are, and said, hi, God, now that I know who I am, is it okay for me to be it? And God said, you mean you want to be who you already are? Well, replied the little soul, it's one thing to know who I am and another thing altogether to actually be it. I want to feel what it's like to be the light. But you already are the light, God repeated, smiling again. Well, said God with a chuckle, I suppose I could have, I should have known. You always were the adventuresome one. Then God's expression changed. There's only one thing. What? asked the little soul. Well, there is nothing else but the light, you see. I created nothing but what you are. And so there is no easy way for you to experience yourself as who you are, since there is nothing that you are not. Huh? (laughs) said the little soul, kind of what I said, (laughs) who is now a little confused. Think of it this way, said God. You are like a candle in the sun. Oh, you're there all right, along with a million, kajillion other candles who make up the sun. And the sun would not be the same without you, nor would it be a sun without one of its candles. And that would not be the sun at all, for it would not shine as brightly. Yet, how to know yourself as the light when you are amidst the light That is the question. Well, the little soul perked up. You're God. Think of something. (laughs) Once more, God smiled. I already have, God said. Since you cannot see yourself as the light when you are in the light, we'll surround you with darkness. What's darkness? The little soul asked. God replied, it is that which you are not. Will I be afraid of the dark, cried the little soul? Only if you choose to be, God answered. There is nothing really to be afraid of unless you decide that there is. You see, we're making it all up. We're pretending. Oh, said the little soul and felt better already. Then God explained that in order to experience anything at all, the exact opposite of it will appear. It is a great gift, God said, because without it, you could not know what anything else is like. You could not know warm without cold, up without down, fast without slow. You could not know left without right, here without there, now without then. And so God concluded, 
When you are surrounded with darkness, do not shake your fist and raise your voice and curse the darkness. Rather, be a light unto the darkness and don't be mad about it. Then you will know who you really are. And all others will know too. Let your light so shine that everybody will know how special you are. You mean it's okay to let others see how special I am? Asked the little soul. Of course, God chuckled. It's very okay. But remember, special does not mean better. Everybody is special, each in their own way. Yet many others have forgotten that. This is a law of dharma. <laughs> uh, they will see that it is okay for them to be special only when you see that it is okay for you to be special. Wow, said the little soul, dancing and skipping and laughing and jumping with joy. I can be as special as I want to be. Yes, you can start right now, said God, who is dancing and skipping and laughing right along with the little soul. What part of special do you want to be? What part of special, the little soul repeated. I don't understand. Well, God explained, being the light is being special, and being special has a lot of parts to it. It is special to be kind. It is special to be gentle. It is special to be creative. It is special to be patient. Can you think of any other ways it is to be special? The little soul sat quietly for a moment. I can think of lots of ways to be special, the little soul then exclaimed. It is special to be helpful. It is special to be sharing. It is special to be friendly. It is special to be considerate of others. Yes, God agreed. You can be all of those things or any part of special you wish to be at any moment. That's what it means to be the light. I know what I want to be. I know what I want to be. I know what I want to be, the little soul announced with great excitement. I want to be the part of special called forgiving. Isn't it special to be forgiving? Oh, yes, God assured the little soul. That is very special. Okay, said the little soul, that's what I want to be. I want to be forgiving. I want to experience myself as that. Good, said God. But there's one thing you should know. The little soul was becoming a bit impatient now. It always seemed that there was some complication. <laughs> what is it, the little soul sighed. There is no one to forgive. No one? The little soul could hardly believe what had been said. No one, God repeated. Everything I have made is perfect. There is not a single soul in all creation less perfect than you. Look around. It was then that the little soul realized a large crowd had gathered. Souls had come far and wide from all over the kingdom, for the world had gone forth that the little soul was having this extraordinary conversation with God, and everyone wanted to hear what they were saying. Looking at the countless other souls gathered there, the little soul had to agree. None appeared less wonderful, less magnificent, or less perfect than the little soul itself. Such was the wonder of the souls gathered around, and so bright was their light that the little soul could scarcely gaze upon them. Who then to forgive, asked God. Boy, this is going to be no fun at all, grumbled the little soul. I wanted to experience myself as the one who forgives. I wanted to know what that part of special felt like. And the little soul learned what it must feel like to be sad. But just then, a friendly soul stepped forward from the crowd. Not to worry, little soul, the friendly soul said. I will help you. You will? The little soul brightened up. But what can you do? Why, I can give you someone to forgive. You can? Certainly, chippered the friendly soul. I can come into your next lifetime and do something for you to forgive. But why? 
Why would you do that? The little soul asked. You who are being of such utter perfection. You who vibrate with such a speed that it creates a light so bright that I could hardly gaze upon you. What could cause you to want to slow down your vibration to such a speed that your bright light would become dark and dense? What could cause you who are so light that you dance upon the stars and move throughout the kingdom with the speed of your thought to come into my life and make yourself so heavy that you can do this bad thing? Simple, the friendly soul said. I would do it because I love you. The little soul seemed surprised at the answer. Don't be so amazed, the friendly soul said. You have done the same thing for me. Don't you remember? Oh, we have danced together, you and I, many times through the eons and across all the ages we have danced, across all time and in many places we have played together. You just don't remember. We have been the all of it. We have been the up and the down of it, the left and the right of it. We have been the here and the there of it, the now and the then of it. We have been the male and the female, the good and the bad. We have been the victim and the villain of it. Thus have we come together, you and I, many times before, each bringing to the other the exact and perfect opportunity to express and experience who we really are. And so the friendly soul explained a little further. I will come into your next lifetime and I will be the bad one this time. I will do something really terrible. And then you can experience yourself as the one who forgives. But what will you do? The little soul asked just a little nervously. That will be so terrible. Oh, replied the friendly soul with a twinkle. We'll think of something. Then the friendly soul seemed to turn serious and said in a quiet voice, you are right about one thing you know. What is that? The little soul wanted to know. I will have to slow down my vibration and become very heavy to do this not so nice thing. I will have to pretend to be something very unlike myself. And so I have but one favor to ask of you in return. Oh, anything, anything, cried the little soul and began to dance and sing. I get to be forgiving. I get to be forgiving. Then the little soul saw that the friendly soul was remaining very quiet. What is it? The little soul asked. What can I do for you? You're such an angel to be willing to do this for me. Of course, this friendly soul is an angel, God interrupted. Everyone is. Always remember, I have sent you nothing but angels. And so the little soul wanted more than ever to grant the friendly soul's request. What can I do for you? The little soul asked again. In the moment that I strike you and smite you, the friendly soul replied, in the moment that I do the worst to you that you could possibly imagine, in that very moment, yes, the little soul interrupted, yes, the friendly soul became quieter still. Remember who I really am. Oh, I will, cried the little soul. I promise. I will always remember you as I see you here right now. Good, said the friendly soul, because you see, I will have been pretending so hard, I will have forgotten myself. And if you do not remember me as I really am, I may not be able to remember for a very long time. And if I forget who I am, you may even forget who you are, and we will both be lost. Then we will need another soul to come along and remind us both of who we are. No, we won't, the little soul promised again. I will remember you, and I will thank you 
for bringing me this gift, the chance to experience myself as who I am. And so the agreement was made and the little soul went forth into a new lifetime, excited to be the light, which was very special and excited to be that part of special called forgiveness. And the little soul waited anxiously to be able to experience itself as forgiveness and to thank whatever the other soul made it possible. And at all the moments in that new lifetime, whenever a new soul appeared on the scene, whether that new soul brought joy or sadness and especially especially if it brought sadness, the little soul thought of what God had said. Always remember God had smiled. I have sent you nothing but angels. I mean, how good is that, right? So much better than I could explain my creating my soul plan to you. <laughs> how convenient for that book. Um, and you guys, here's the takeaway. Here's what I want you to know. Your soul, right, planned greatness for you. And what I want to ask you is, are you allowing it in, right? Are you allowing it in or are you letting this old story, right, and, and these emotions, these heavier emotions, and are you staying in your head, right, um, letting the life experiences that you've had in the past control your future reality? Because I am here to intervene and tell you, you do not have to let what has happened to you in the past control the future creation of your life. I am here to help you set yourself free. I am here to help you reach your next level of happy. I have a unique ability of how to identify, right? That energetic block, right? That what that old story is that's keeping you from your next level of happiness. But at the end of the day, only you only you are in control, right, of tapping into that place and experiencing it. And it comes from a willingness. And you don't even need me, right? You can tap into it right now. And so if maybe you read that Instagram post, right, or if you just listened to this podcast and you're like, everybody sent on purpose, the universe has sent me nothing but angels. Are you effing kidding me? Because I could give you a whole list of people who for sure aren't angels, and I'll tell you every reason why and everything they did to me. Blah, 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 blah. And I am here to tell you put the list down, <laughs> take a deep inhale, and let's just uh, be willing to see things differently, okay? Because this is how we allow it. In. This is how we allow in the greatness. This is how we allow in the miracles. Okay. So if you are feeling frustrated or when life doesn't seem to be going your way, or if you're stuck and hung up in your mind about, because our biggest soul plans, right? Our biggest contracts, our relationships, right? Our kids, our parents, our siblings, all of these things. So if you aren't forgiving someone, right, and just remember, I just want to remind you that forgiveness, right, forgiveness does not mean we are telling somebody else that they're right. It does not mean that they were, we're giving into the idea of what you did is okay and this is fine. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's claiming your power back and your worthiness back for yourself, okay, and remembering 
how freaking special and important your life is that how dare you let this experience of what maybe you think somebody else did to you, right? Keep you in this, this low vibration of emotion and it will much better serve you. And this is what I found through my own life experiences to allow in that forgiveness. And this is how I knew miracles were real. You guys, because I did not think I would ever be able to forgive certain things. And then I said this little prayer and it was like, you know, not right away, but when I was really willing, and that's all you need, you just really need the willingness to see love instead. You really need the willingness to be happy. And if the willingness is there and you do this prayer, the, the heavens will come down. In A Course in Miracles, it calls it right the holy instant, right? I, I interchangeably use that, right, with the Holy Spirit, with Ayurveda, right? Because whether it's the Holy Trinity, right, or whatever it is, it's all oneness. It's all one source of energy, Love or fear, you guys. That's what it all boils down to. And of course, in Miracles said it best, only love is real. Only love is real. All the other stuff is just these experiences our souls chose so we could learn what love feels like and experience the good life here, having all the life experiences, enjoying all of the things, right? Feeling so good, having all of the fun, enjoying food, right? All, all of this stuff. Um, so your soul plan greatness for you, are you allowing it in? So this is how you're going to allow it in. If you're feeling some kind of way, I want you to ask yourself, how do I feel right now? Okay, take a deep inhale, breathe into any tightness, exhale out, and identify that emotion. If you need more help identifying that emotion, go to my blog, my last month's blog on that, okay? And there's another podcast that has the steps as well. Identify that emotion, right? And then pray. I am willing to see love instead of this. I am willing to show up for this universal assignment. Please show me the miracle. I am ready. I am willing. I am worthy. Okay, one more time. I am willing to see love instead of this. I am willing to show up for this universal assignment. Please show me the miracle. I am ready. I am willing. I am worthy. Okay, and what I can promise you is that when you ask with a true willingness from your heart, a higher power will intervene for you. Okay, a higher power will intervene for you and love will be placed in to that space of the emotion, right? Sometimes we have to feel those yucky emotions, right? It, it takes 90 seconds to transform, right? Any negative emotion to the higher vibrations of love and light, right? To higher consciousness energy. But we have to feel those emotions and not get stuck in it. It is feeling through it. It is through that fire. You got to face it head on. You got to feel right. For me, it was shame. Okay. Shame was one of those things I had to feel. And I asked for it last year and it took me a year to do this podcast, you guys, because fear is tricky. <laughs> but I asked, what am I right releasing? What am I transcending? Show me, show me, show me, right? I am willing to see love instead of this. I am willing to show up for this universal assignment. Please show me the miracle. I am ready. I am willing. I am worthy, right? And driving back 
um, later that day on a van. Huge shame was just written across in hot pink. So huge. I, of course, went and had a photo shoot with it. But it took me a little bit longer to, to, to transcend it, right? Um, but it was transcending other stuff. But the, the shame, right, itself, shame that I have to transcend emotions itself, right? Shame of my soul plan, shame that I remember making my soul plan, shame that I'm a medium, shame that I call myself a manifesting medium when most people only know the term psychic mediums, right? But I feel so passionately about you knowing you create your future, helping you identify, right? Channeling that soul plan that you chose, learning from those life experiences, right? And then growing from it, feeling the feels, but then getting the F out of that old story that's no longer serving you. And you can't get out of it until you know its purpose. The second you know its purpose, you can fully transcend it. And then you're in the new story and you're like, oh my God, I am lit. I am love. I get to create the best future that I want, right? And you're feeling it and you're knowing how worthy you are of it and you're just embodying all the things that you want and you're not second guessing your higher power and then all the things that you desire just show up because you're vibing so hot and you're feeling so good and you're believing and you're trusting and it gets to be that easy. I challenged it. It really gets to be that easy, you guys. You really do get to manifest whatever you want. Again, the most important thing we could ever manifest, happiness. Happiness, happiness, happiness. If you need help getting happier, happy at nextlevelhappy.com. I am here for you always. Love you guys. Sending so much love and light. Mwah.